Welcome back, boys and girls, to another week where we're talking about gym etiquette. This is only like the 27th take for the intro that I've recorded today. <laughs> As usual, my computer and I are not getting along, but a wonderful tech-savvy friend of mine helped me out. I think we have this week's issues figured out. So until I have more old lady moments and get frustrated with next week's podcast, I think we're good to go for today. Gym etiquette is what Katie and I are talking about on this week's episode. And I just came from the gym about an hour ago where I definitely committed like a big fat cardinal sin. It's probably my biggest pet peeve and I did it. <laughs> I didn't really pay attention. I was working out in front of a rack of weights this morning, um, right in front of it, that somebody needed. And I thought they were staring at me because I'm a brat and they were just staring at the weights that they wanted to get to. Uh, so don't do that. Thank you to everybody who um, answered, though, in my Instagram stories where sometimes I ask about your thoughts for episodes on the podcast. So let me know if there's anything that we missed as far as gym etiquettes, any pet peeves of yours or good gym behavior, because there are lots of kind and friendly people at the gym. So we want to hear that, too. Gym etiquette. Water. Hi, friend. Hi, friend. Hi. Grabbing water. Okay, we're good. Okay, good. Oh, wait. I know, I forgot mine at home. Oh, man. I have not been drinking enough water the last few days, and I feel it. Mm. I feel that, too. I know. And that's why, especially because it's starting to, this week, it finally warmed up a little bit, and I was like, okay, water definitely needs yep. to up right Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Alrighty, so I, um, somebody complained to me in the DMs a few weeks ago about gym etiquette on the same day that I had a minor, very minor little, I don't want to call it an incident, a happening. And it made me think about gym etiquette, and I'll say what that is. Um, but I asked, I polled in my Instagram um, what people think about gym etiquette, what bugs them the most, pet peeves, likes, dislikes, things like that. So we got lots of funny responses. <laughs> um, but some valid ones that I want to go over with my gym bestie. Hi. So first thing, top of the list, which I'm sure you will guess, is people who do not re-rack re their weights. Right. <laughs> right. Just like you're watching this. <laughs> uh, like, mm -hmm. my thought on that is, like, what on earth makes you think that your time is more valuable than anyone else's in there? Because someone else has to do it. If it's not the gym staff, it's the person who's going to come use this next. Now you're cutting into their workout to have to reset your crap. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And it's just also for, like, liability reasons as well. You don't want to leave a weight out. And God forbid somebody is walking right there, doesn't see it because it's not supposed to be there. And so many trips and falls too. Like that's a big one. About that. That's the physical therapy part in me that comes to mind. Like when I've got my older ladies here and I'm training them, I'm like, we got to put these away because I trip over weights all day long in here when we have stuff out because groups are coming in. Right. But it's like, by the end of the night, everything is off the floor back to its home where it needs to go. And that's yeah. how it should be. Whether you're in a small boutique gym like or if you're at EOS, a sport job, whatever, like it, put your stuff away. That is first and foremost. <laughs> That's number one. When I worked, when I worked at Crunch, I would have to get there at least 15 minutes before my shift, not to plan, just to clean up after people who had been in there overnight who just left their crap everywhere. So, oh yeah. yeah, that's a massive pet peeve of mine. To me, there's no excuse. 
And even people like, oh, it's uh-uh. the gym staff's job. Like, no, it's not. It's their job actually to check people in at the front. They can't be running back to re-rack your weights because then they're not attending to the front. So no, it's not. <laughs> it's your job. Yeah. Put it not to mention every support staff. So yes, you know, it's not even have somebody for that anymore. And they're just counting on the people to keep it cleanliness and help them out too, as well. To be adults. You know? Like you want to throw your gym weights everywhere, you know, build a garage sim, them, so then it's all you and you can deal with it yourself, you know, kind of thing. And that's, you know, and I say that with love, like, I don't say that as like, you know, we've all been there. Like there's times where I'm like, oh crap, I left the whole, you know, hip thruster bar out like I did today, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to use it tomorrow. It's out of the way right now, but I'm looking at it and I'm like, I need to put that away. Yeah, I'll say that. I'll say that there have been a tiny handful of times where I forgot, like I got busy, like in my sets. And I'll like be on something else and realize I left something out and I'll, or I'll like honestly get home and be like, I did not put any of that away. Like I just left. And I, that's been like less than five times and I feel horrible, but in general, yes. Like just put your stuff away. It's not hard. I love the gyms that have like snarky signs. I've seen one that said that, um, if you are too weak to put the weights back, the girls at the front will take care of it for you. Like, I like little stuff like that. Like there are fun ways you can let your staff know or let your, um, gym clientele know, like put your freaking weights back yep exactly and especially somebody new to the gym they might not know that so it's like this yeah. is our courtesy yeah. to, our courtesy to you you know we're just going to tell you as trainers as people before trainers and working out in the gym it is so much better when especially if you go to find something and it's not there you're like wait so where is it <laughs> you know you have no idea where it's at in that gym if you're looking for a piece of equipment as well that's true so, yeah of course it's just where they're supposed to at least by the time okay. you're done well, I'll tie that in. Somebody said that it's not just the re-racking thing or not re-racking that annoys them. It's when people put stuff back in the wrong place and that maybe people don't bring that up as much. But that's true. Like, especially if you're new to a gym and you're nervous or something's missing, you have to run all over the gym looking for it. Like, to me, that's not quite as big of a deal. But yeah, Matt, it's like in my brain, if you didn't pick it up from that place, don't put it back there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yep. why are you putting the hex bar in a completely separate area from where it came from, unless you know it belongs somewhere else? Like, that is a little bit annoying, because I've done that a few times in the middle of a workout. I have to traipse, like, the whole gym trying to find this equipment that was not put away correctly. Like, that's kind of annoying. Right. And well, and it's tough, too, when, you know, we have clients who are virtual clients, and we build them workouts in yeah. order to, you know, like, with, okay, like, you know. Based on their gym. Whatever, and you can't find the rope anywhere, and then I get a message like, hey, I couldn't find it. So I just skipped it. And that sucks because, you know, maybe they didn't know what to do for a modification, but us as trainers too, like we assume that everything's going to be there. And sometimes we know too, that that's not. So guys, like biggest thing, put your weights back where you found them. And if you know, if it's in the wrong spot, ask, if you have to ask, ask, you know, just courtesy. Mm -hmm. For sure. So be respectful of other people's time, basically. Um, Not wiping things down, which to me, okay, once COVID hit, then everyone's wiping stuff down. I'm like, why were you not doing this before? I was always wiping things down before. I don't want to lay on a puddle of your sweat. <laughs> yep. I was just actually the one-on-one that I was just working with prior to this. I was telling her we're about to come on here and record. And I was like, yeah, we're going to talk about gym etiquette. And she's like, oh yeah, like wiping stuff down. I'm like, see, boom, you know. And COVID definitely did bring that out in us, like to be a little bit more respectful of that, especially if you are a heavy sweater. I mean, we have a lot of clients that are, they sweat. So they bring their own sweat, whichever, but it's also like, okay, cool. You wipe it, but you put it down and yeah. then you're getting 
Yeah, it's just like, and you're wiping it again. I mean, think about it. It's like, do, do you know if that person wiped it off before you? Like for me, myself, if I see something and I'm not sure, I'll wipe it first, <laughs> you know? Yeah, same. We're in a, a tiny little gym here, but all of our clients are so, they've been so good about just grabbing the spray bottle. Like, hey, one sec before you get on there, I'm going to wipe this off because I just sweat a ton on there. And I love that. Yeah. I love them just it's secondhand now. And, you know, again, for those of you who are maybe new to the gym, that is definitely something that everybody, including you, I'm sure would appreciate that if your machine or dumbbells were wiped off before you use them. It's thoughtful. And like, to be honest, I will wipe down almost everything. And sometimes I get lazy about like, cause I'm like a hog of weights. I'll have a bunch and it's like, okay, I have these dumbbells. I didn't even sweat. I'm not wiping these down. That's a waste of my time. But so I was looking some stuff up about it and like some, I don't know. I don't really want to call this research. I was Googling to be frank. Um, and I found a couple articles written by doctors who they had pulled up tests that were done by fitness equipment companies looking at like how long germs live on stuff. And so again, I'm not sure the lengths they went to to ensure the validity of these tests but something that popped up was just I'm sure somewhat easy to believe that treadmills bikes and free weights have the most amount of bacteria on them um, and that again I don't know how valid this is but they were claiming that bikes have 20 or 79 percent more bacteria than a faucet and that free weights have several hundred times more than a toilet seat whether or not that's true I don't know but it's like so the article is just saying that staff is very real and that when they kind of randomly pulled some gems and swabbed some, that almost 10% of all the equipment at the end of the night had staph infection on it. Um, so again, it's like outside of COVID, we can pass this to each other. There were diseases before then and it's passed through sweat. And so you have to think too, like, it's not just an icky factor. It's like you're grabbing something, you're going to wipe your face. And, and it was mm -hmm. also saying like, there's this, some bacteria is good for us, right? Like there's this phenomenon now from over cleansing that's making us very sick. Yep. So they they were kind of on the fence, like, should you wipe everything down? Well, the things that you should probably wipe down is anything that you sweat on. And if the gym specifically has a sign saying, please, like there are signs that will say, wipe the treadmill down. Mm -hmm. um, and everybody should, whether or not you've wiped something down, everyone really should be washing your hands before you leave the gym. Yeah. Like that is basic like practices basic go wash your hands when you're done because guess what you're gonna get in your car like, i can't tell you how many yeah. times i'm done oh my god like i'm gross right now like i just want I know what do they do after they'll go and get like a shake or something at stop right by the gym and then all of a sudden they're drinking it and they wipe it's like you don't think about that stuff and like yeah i'm not i'm not like we work in gyms it's whatever but it's just it sweat is one different thing like it is sweat blood all that same stuff you know yep so I'd say respect the rules of the gym if they ask you to wipe a certain piece of equipment off or if you know that you've been sweating on something or the wipes mm -hmm. are near you. Like, just be thoughtful but and wash your hands before you go if you can remember it. Because like, I'm actually on, like, I have a pink, big pink towel that my aunt got me for Christmas and I'll oh. put it, you know, like, I'll put it on my bench before. Well, and this is, like, maybe TMI, but also I know other people struggle with this. Like, in the summertime, that's when, like, my back will start to break out because yeah. I – bring my sweat towel and lay on it. That's when all of a sudden I'm like, holy crap, I am broken out right now. And I'm like, yeah, oh, laying down and not being able to shower right away and all of that. So it's like, that's also just going to help your skin too. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Um, okay. So next one, people that work out in front of the rack, 
Like they'll grab mm-hmm. a set of dumbbells and lift direct and taking up the whole rack essentially. Yep. That drives me bananas. Right. It's mm-hmm. like, if you your guys, like if I go and stand in front of that right now and I'm doing some lateral raises, I'm going to take up a good five feet around me. Yes. He's going to try to grab some weights that are right there. And then, you know, you get frustrated because you have to stop your set. It's like, why don't you just grab the weights you need, go and take a step back real quick, and then you can put them back or whatever you're doing. Even just but- stepping back enough so someone can walk in front of you. And like, because I know too, like sometimes people just have like a quick finisher and they don't want to go drag it to the area. Fine. But step back like three steps so we can get yeah. in front of you. But I have seen men do like entire workouts in front of a rack, check their phone between their sets, leaning on the rack. I'm like, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> I know. That's actually, yeah, that'll get brought up next will be the phone thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's on there. But I mm-hmm. I have devils. Let's just talk about it now. So that was a big one on there. People, Everyone was complaining about people who sit on their phone between sets on machines. So what are your feelings about this? So, okay, here's the thing. Here, my clients aren't really technically on their phones, right? Usually they're over at their cubbies. So if they need to go check a phone, whatever, I get it. Maybe you've got kids in school. Maybe your kid's texting you. Cool. But see someone waiting for you. Like, you know, I mean, to me, like, you know, when someone's kind of like, they'll look at you and be like, okay, maybe, okay, they're still on it. Like I'll wait, but you know, I'd be like, Hey, I actually, I'm, you know, on my phone here. Like, if you want to work in with me, like, that's one thing is like maybe offering, if you see someone waiting for you and you need to tend to your phone, but Honestly, I all in all, like try not to be on your phone while you're working out. Like you're not there to text people. You're there to work out. Maybe you're changing a song. That's fine. Whichever. Like we're all guilty of it. I've been guilty of it. Absolutely. But just have awareness around you of what's going on. Just kind of like take a look. Hey, okay. I don't see anybody waiting for me right now. Okay, cool. But again, just be courteous. Yeah. So I feel very much the same Um, where I think it's acceptable and unacceptable. I think it. It was important for me. I had to start forcing myself to be on my phone between sets because I was a huge cardio bunny and I will like, I'm just very much like, go, 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 go all the time. That's kind of how I am too. And if I don't distract myself, I will not slow down and I'll just burn through a workout. I won't refocus. And so I started using, like, I would watch a little video or answer something between sets. So I would rest. I mean, I wouldn't even rest 30 seconds. So I had to Mm -hmm. use it to make myself rest. And I know some people do this as well, or I might be checking my form because I record a lot of stuff, not just to post, but like to watch my form. It's like, oh man, that sucked. But again, Mm -hmm. I'm not going in there at peak times at mm-hmm. 5 p.m. when people are literally lined up waiting for machines. And then even even if that is the case and you're not truly resting for like 60 to 90 seconds and you're sitting there for like five minutes between sets watching YouTube videos, like that's rude. And right. So just like you said, be courteous, be aware. And I don't have an issue. I think people are judged too harshly about being on their phones. You don't know what they're responding to. Like, said, like it just, it's very situationally dependent right they're not texting and driving but it's just like you said if you're on there for longer than like a couple minutes on your phone like again maybe look up like oh shit is anybody waiting for me right now or you know what get off and then you can get back on the machine and gives it a time to like hey you know if you're standing there on your phone or maybe you have to log a workout or the weights that you did because i know a lot of our virtual clients do that via trainerize so maybe they're like okay i don't want to forget what i just did so i'm going to log it real quick cool do it do what you got to do take a look maybe step off and be like if anybody wants to hop in real quick and if not right. cool you 
fun. Like it's not hard, but it is. It's just being courteous about it. Don't be sitting there on your phone again on Instagram, scrolling Instagram the whole time while you're sitting For there. Five minutes. And that's not, yeah. that's going to impact your workouts too, because yeah. I use it to help slow me down. But it's like, if you get caught down the Instagram rabbit hole, like you can be sitting there for, you think 90 seconds, two minutes, and now it's five minutes. It's like, whoops, right. like keep an eye on your watch if you're using it for rest times. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, try not to judge people. You don't know what they're doing. Maybe they're researching something. You have no idea. <laughs> um, so another one that I thought was really funny is people that are loud in the gym, like grunting, especially with small amounts of weight. And I found this hilarious because I am very vocal and I don't mean to be, I'm just, I'm noisy. Like, <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. And I'm, you know what? It, it does. It does happen, but it's like, okay, there's, we know like, okay, that. <laughs> What just happened over there? Like blood splurting on the mirror at that point, right? That's like what right. I'm thinking. like seriously grunting or like big lifters and that's fine. But also just, again, it's just being aware. No, you know, gauge your audience and just kind of be aware of who's around you. People have headphones in most of the time, but there's a lot of people that don't yeah. want to be worst thing ever. And then you're just like, oh my God, I have to listen to this right now. It you is know, hilarious when they're lifting. Like I have seen guys like, I don't know, mm-hmm. curling 20s and they're just like screaming through the set, like every rep, They as soon as they start, it's like, dude, come on. But so I found this and I just looked it up. I was looking up random things, Googling random things to see like what other people thought about this. And um, again, men's health, which to me isn't like the premier source for good advice, um, but they just wrote a little article about um, grunting. And how grunting may actually help you recruit more muscles by triggering your fight or flight um, Mm -hmm. defenses. And it can increase grip strength by up to 25%. There was a college that had done, it was just one study on it. Again, this is men's health. (laughs) It was just looking at some research. I don't know what went into this research, Um, but they were saying too, if you want to, oh, go ahead. Sorry. So actually like saying that it just reminded me back to my softball days when I had a hitting coach and I remember he kind of taught me, he was like, get it out, like get it out. Mm. And I have to do like a, uh, like really yeah. loud started doing it in the games. But like, that's where I felt like I had the most power. So I understand really? that one. Like, and that's where I'm like, listen, like I get it. You're pumped up. It's awesome. But again, yeah. there are like, you'll see it on Instagram, TikTok, which I don't have, but you know, and you see it and you're just like, a little excessive and I think we all kind of know like yeah what's not right but so I do understand that because I've done it but that was in my softball days I don't do that now (laughs) (laughs) I I I try not to do it but I'm just noisy Mm -hmm. I'm dramatic (laughs) and so noises come out and I feel like when I don't have my own headphones I'm like people have to listen to this I kind of feel bad (laughs) You're like, oh, well, I'm trying try to reel it in a little bit, but it, like the last two to three reps, you're supposed to struggle and I struggle and people are aware that I struggle. So mm-hmm. but it was saying that you can harness a similar strength without the noise by closing your lips and pressing your tongue to the roof of your mouth because, and then breathing deeply through your nose because the tongue is connected to the deep core muscles. And so activating your tongue activates those helps to activate core muscles. Um, giving you greater stability. So I thought that was interesting. So if you are noisy and like to be less noisy, um, close your mouth and put your tongue on the roof of your mouth and breathe through your nose. I realized I was watching some of my videos. I do that without realizing I was doing it. Like when I'm really uh-huh. struggling, like to come out the bottom of a squat and things like that. So yeah, uh-huh. there you go. I'm, you don't I'm like, noisy. 
all the, it'd be like in a split squat or something or like today Brian yes do rounds and hip thrusters and I was like oh my god like afterwards but granted there's only a couple of people around me at this point you know I'm in a small boutique gym here but again it's when you're going out to a big public gym guess what it is for the public so we all just kind of I just think it's having that's why we're talking about gym etiquette we're being, yes Curdy. honestly I feel in the, you know, in this society, I feel like we've lost a lot of that. So I think it's good to just talk about it again and be like, you know what? You're right. Like I, you know, I forgot about these things. It's just stuff we don't think about anymore because we live in the gym. Like this is all we do. So it's second nature to us. It's our home, but you know, it's, yeah, I like bringing it back and just kind of these little reminders here. Yep. What's, what's next? Next is something that I despise floor pulling. So being approached by personal trainers in like a commercial gym Uh-oh. where they want, they, they sick the trainer on you to go sell you like legit. You're in the middle of a workout and they have you pull your headphones out. Like I don't even know how sales occur unless you have a person who just is really has a hard time saying no, like it's happened to me before. I was livid and I'm a trainer. Like, don't you dare approach me, make me like mid set and make me pull up my headphones and you're going to try to sell me training, get out of my face before I eat you alive. Like who, who is ever oh, going to yeah. respond well to that? Mm-mm, mm-mm. They're not. And it's funny you say this too. So one of my clients, I mean, she's not a trainer, but one of my clients was like, Hey, at the gym the other day, she was, well, she asked me first, she goes, Hey, can you watch my form on this? And it was a, literally a rope tricep extension. And I was like, yeah, it looks great. And she's like, well, when I was at the gym, I was wherever she goes. She was like, one of the trainers came up to me and was like, um, you need a new trainer because your form is terrible. And Ooh, I was like, that is poor first of all, sales tactics, very poor. All you have a video on your app to show you what to do. Second of all, I just watched your form. If you did exactly what you just did and I say, it's okay. You listen to me. That's not your trainer. He's just trying to get you to be his client. Like, unfortunately that's things that these clients will go through sometimes. And like, who knows? I was not there. So maybe her form wasn't good and I wasn't there to see it. And that's what sucks about having a virtual client sometimes, right? Because you aren't there to watch their form. But also if that's the case, I'd be like, I want to watch it right now and tell me, show me exactly what you did. And I'll, I will tell you what, whether or not I think you're correct kind of thing, but don't step on somebody else's turf kind of thing. You know, I've had them say that to me clients for, and I'm like, well, if you want a trainer, go for it. <laughs> If you think they're they're better, go go see that jerk. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, okay, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, so something- or whatever. Um, then yes, be like, hey, you know. Right. I just think that's very poor sales tactics. Like, you're just a bad salesman. Like, why not? I know it's the long game, but you're more likely to retain a client if you just be part of the gym's environment. Work out there, have your headphones out, get to know people you know, get to know their goals. Like, yes, there are many people that I see and I'm like, oh my God, they're going to hurt themselves. But Mm -hmm. I'm not going to go say something to them because they didn't ask. But I'm friendly and shake hands and eventually they Mm -hmm. will feel comfortable asking you questions because like, two, then you just care about money. Like you really don't care about the person and people always feel that. So yes, I hate that. There's nothing I hate more than floor pulling, even as a trainer who needs to make money in the street. I I would never, anytime they require that a job, I'm like, bye. Nope. Bye. Like you said, just be, be approachable. If you're working there, you know, get a smile on, just wave at people. If they start, if you start waving at people, even just being like, Oh, you know, I see this person at the same time every day. They seem to be on their own thing, but Hey, you know, Hey, cool. You know, keep going. And they're like, no, that person's so nice. They're always waving to me. Like I literally have one of um, Brian's clients 
was messaged me one day. She was like, thank you for always just saying hi. When you come in, like, I know yeah. I'm not your client, but you motivate me. And like, stuff like that as a trainer, like that felt good. And it's like, yeah, I actually, I'm like, I don't know who you are. And I've seen you maybe a few times, but you just say hi to people. And then they're going to be like, Oh, you know what? Maybe I'm going to ask them, you know, what? are they, if maybe you don't have a trainer and you're like, this person seems to be very approachable because it can be very intimidating to go ask a personal trainer something, right? Like, you're just like, yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to look stupid. I don't know this, but there's no stupid question. And we are here to help, but you have to have that approachable, but don't be annoying. Yeah. Like, let's not be annoying here. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, out. that kind of goes into our next topic, which is unsolicited advice. So I just, there are very few times I think that's appropriate. Like, unless someone is literally like, you need to help them. They're dropping a barbell onto their chest. Even then help right. them. It doesn't mean you need, it's your place to correct their form. But like, okay, the other day there was a guy, he walked over to two girls, of course. It, I'm sorry. 99% of the time, this is, I see men correcting other people anyways so the girl was squatting terribly I saw this but nobody was asking for our help so I wasn't going to go tell her and to be frank he had terrible form himself so I don't know who he was critiquing but the way he did it like he went over there and was like oh your bar is like crooked it's tilting you can't be like that that's terrible terrible and she's like oh okay he's like tip it up tip it up like yeah your your form is terrible and then like walked away and I was like well that was helpful like you didn't tell her that she's not engaging her lats her elbows are going everywhere like you gave her no reasons why right so you were not helpful at all just telling her her squat form is terrible wasn't helpful you idiot who then like, walked back to proceed to do his own terrible form right <laughs> yeah see, like and to me that sounds aggressive and that sounds like you just scared that person to even wanted to go back or even try that I know what yeah. Like that's, what's hard is like, let people be on their journeys. I mean, you can kind of tell if somebody's just kind of walking around, like maybe they don't know what to do and just like, Hey, you know, are you good? Do you need help with anything? Or can I show you something? Like just be right. nice. And if they're good, be like, okay, awesome. Like, have, let me know if you ever have any questions. Cause I'm here to help, you know, I would love to help you. And, and like that's from a more of a somebody... trainer perspective. Like if yeah. I, right. Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. If I've seen exactly. somebody have like the worst form ever, like sometimes I'll try to catch them in the locker room and be like, I'll try to pick out a genuine, con like, oh my gosh, like your deadlifts look great. And then like the thing that they were struggling on be like, you know what? I really struggled with this for a while too. You know what helped me instead of being like, yeah, that looks like crap. And this is what you should do. Like, Hey, you know, I mm -hmm. struggle with that. Here's what helped me. I don't know if that'll work for you, but try it. And most people are like, oh yeah, that's, I didn't think about that. Like, thank you. Like give constructive give the reason why there's if you're if you're gonna go walk over and correct somebody you should have the knowledge for why they're not doing it correctly and how they can fix it if you can't tell somebody why they're doing it incorrectly and then give them a way to fix it then you just keep your mouth shut <laughs> which i mean in general exactly you yep. shut unless you're asked but if you really feel the need to walk over there you better have the knowledge to back up what you're about to say Mm -hmm. exactly like Jason's actually really good with that well one he's you already know he is super on it with form and you know he's training a client he was like no he said he had noticed something and he's like do you mind if I see your split squat form I just want to see you know and he was like okay I just want to kind of tell you if you're good with that like if this is how you've been doing that maybe try this if you if you're open to it like he's very just like I just wanted to show you because he had noted something you know and that's fine like that's fine because he has the knowledge to also back that up, like you said, but yeah, don't come around with some unsolicited stuff, especially to another trainer. <laughs> no kidding. 
Um, so this mm-hmm. was more of a joke. Somebody was teasing me because I hog a lot of weights, but weight hogs sometimes <laughs> it can be annoying. I try very hard. So this is kind of too not just weight hogs. It made me think of people who are very rude. They're in there at peak times and they're doing like a whole freaking circuit workout on like three different things, have all the weights. And it's like, dude, come on, like make it a superset, which for people who don't know, that is two workouts back to back. So if your trainer gives you a circuit workout, chunk it up into supersets. And so you're taking up just two little yep. things or two spaces at a time. Um, and I do hug the weights, but I try to be mindful. For one, I hug the weights that there are many duplicates of. And then I also see like, so if I'm in the middle of something and there's no more weights and people are looking for them, I will give up something, especially to being a trainer. It's easy for me to make adjustments. I know how to make adjustments. So I'm more apt to give up my weights if I need to, but don't be a weight hog at peak times. If you really want to have like 13 different sets of weights and take up two machines, go in the off hours. Like, don't do that when people are there to get their workout in two. Mm-hmm. And I'll put it into perspective too, for like somebody who might be in like a newer client, um, especially my onliners. So a lot of times, like I'll ask them, of course, like, which gym do you go to? What do you have access to? Either you can send me pics or usually it's like an EOS or a mountainside, whichever. So like, we know what's there. We kind of know what general is like by what. So yes, doing supersets is definitely a good thing. Um, I even had one of my online clients in Florida do that. She was, she messaged me. She's like, Hey Katie, do you mind if you actually put these into supersets instead of circuit? I was like, Absolutely. You know, we are here to cater to that. Um, but I do also recommend to my clients too. I'm like, Hey, listen, if you do have that gym anxiety or you're a little bit nervous or you're not sure what to do, I'm like, yes, break it up, grab, you know, pair weights that you can pair with a couple of the exercises in there. Maybe go in. If there's that room, that dance room, that's like lights are off. No, no classes going on. I don't know. I hear nowadays they actually don't let people do this anymore, but you know, I would tell them like, go in there, grab yourself a mat and just kind of get it done right then and there. And then go put your stuff back. But yeah, my argument to that is I pay for the gym, but yeah, I've heard they're not letting people do that as much anymore, but if nobody's in there, they don't really have the right to tell you not to be in there. Right. So I would just tell them, like, listen, you know, grab your pair of dumbbells that you need for this. Take these three exercises, do your superset in there, and then you can move on to machines or whatever it is that's in their workout. You know, if that's, if it's that big, but I mean, there's like the little turf areas now, if trainers aren't using it, you know, use it, like use some open space. There's a ton of spaces in that gym that you could definitely do. But again, if it's peak hours, it's peak hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, and be respectful too. you know, put all your stuff back. Cause I think that some of them are like, people are bringing a bunch of stuff into studios and leaving it. Like, yeah, of course they're going to stop letting people do that. Yep. Be thoughtful. Other people um, were- so, and two, I think a lot of reasons why people weight hog like me is you want to make sure you have the right weight for the workout. Um, yeah. And if you're in a situation where you didn't choose the right weight and you can't weight hog, um, there are many ways to increase the difficulty of it. You can do more reps um, or you can slow your reps down have pauses in your reps. That's going to make it hard real quick. Um, So if you didn't choose the right weight and you don't want to go collect a bunch, add pauses, take longer, Mm -hmm. add more reps, those kind of things. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So next one, people who are recording in the gyms. (laughs) I was for it. Yeah. But you know, you go ahead. I was like, since you do it more than I do, you go ahead. Well, okay. So here's my thing. I had, um, again, this is what I was referring to. I don't want to call it an incident. 
I will say the man had every right to be angry, but he was a jerk about it and he happened to take it out on me. So mm-hmm. I record in the gym all the time, but I'm extremely considerate of people around me. Um, I usually, I don't ever bring a tripod in. I don't bring any equipment to stand my phone. If I can't hide my phone in a way that's out of everyone's way and not using other equipment, um, then I'm not going to do it. Or if I'm recording and maybe it's like leaned against a piece of equipment and someone apologized to me, I'm like, no, like I'm in your way. The gym is not for recording. Don't worry about it. Like step in front of it, do it. I don't care. It's just, I I won't have that video. That's fine. I'm never going to interrupt someone's workout from my recording. So I'm very careful and cognizant and too. And like, if it's busy, no, I'm not going to record at all. Um, if it's going to disrupt someone's workout yeah. in any way that I can avoid, then I'm just not going to record. Um, and exactly. I think recording is important. I think it's important for form to check your mm-hmm. form. Like, if, even if you never post, you don't have to post them. That's not primarily what yeah. it's for. I post because I have a business and people like it. That's cool. But mostly I'm checking my form because I do struggle and I wonder if I'm doing things correctly or I send videos to my coach, things like that. So I think it's vitally important for people to record when they can. Um, but when well, okay, I will, so this, yeah, go when you were recording and stuff. Like when you put your phone up to record, I didn't even know half the time. Yeah. And which is good because you were being courteous. Right. And I will say that as far as recording another thing, and you'll have to tell me your thoughts on this, like being careful too, of getting other people around you in the video that may not want to be in it when you're For in sure. more of a big public like in a small box gym. I've seen a couple videos on that before. And, you know, they get uncomfortable. Like they don't know who you are or what following you have. Maybe they don't want to be seen on social media. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's very, that's completely fair. And that's why some gyms have bans against recording at all to make their members feel safe. And that's completely acceptable. Um, So that this guy, this happened like a month ago. So I was all the way up against a wall. There's nobody behind me. No one could be behind me. And it's a long wall. So no one could even be beside me. It was just me up against this wall. I drug all my weights over there. I wasn't using a machine. I wasn't using anything. I had two plates stacked up. They were 25s. And I had my water bottle. And I had my phone and my water bottle. Again, you couldn't even see it. You had to come around another machine, the backside of it, come to me to see my phone down there. Um, so like nobody was even aware no one's behind me and I used the 25s because no joke there's probably a hundred of them on the floor like there was no way we were going to run out of 25 pound plates so there was no way I was going to bother anybody but he walked over yep. to me and then he looked at my phone like three times and then walked over grabbed my phone which don't you ever freaking touch my property and he was oh I'm sorry were you recording <laughs> And then grabbed the 25 and, oh, sorry, no, I didn't. Then he tried to act like he was being nice. Sorry, I didn't mean to get in your way. I need a 25 and there aren't. I'm like, you mean that one there and that one and that one and that one. But no, here, you can totally have these ones. And I was like, nope, really, it's fine. I'm in your way. I shouldn't be recording. Like he went out of his way. And I like to be on his side. My gym is so bad about like there are tripods everywhere. Everyone's recording all the time why he chose to get mad at me when he had to walk past like 13 tripods. Maybe I looked friendly. I don't know. Cause I don't usually, I don't know. I just thought to myself, like, dude, if you had any idea of the vitriol that is 
boiling up inside of me right now, but I'm a grown woman and I don't react that way anymore. And I understand your anger, especially his age. He had to be like in his fifties. Like I'd be over this generation. Like, come on, we are not here to record everything. So I get his anger, but like, I'm, I was nowhere near you. Like, leave it alone. Yeah. And also, I will that's, say, like, was, if you was, can't stand uh, that, like, don't go to a gym that is flooded with TikTokers all the time. But again, maybe yes. that's the only one he can, you know. It's just whatever. More considerations. My- <laughs> Said, though, he grabbed your phone. Like, no. Dude, I'm that's where I was like, dude, me. now I have a right to rip your head off. But I didn't. Because again, I'm grown and I've learned not to have a temper. I- I know it's tough and that I understand I felt bad and for him. like you said especially yeah and especially people like you brought up a really good point just now uh people in a different generation than us and because that's the thing they would get in they're there and they get out they're not sitting there on their yeah. phones they're not sitting they're there to work yeah so like I get it like oh my god I just need a couple weights but I have to go through all of this stuff yeah you know but that's also like for those people too, that's where gym etiquette comes in, where they need to be aware of their surroundings too. Like kind of look around and be like, Hey, if this person needs a space that I'm taking up, absolutely get on in here. I will move my stuff because I'm in your way. Like you said, but I mean, yeah, don't grab I said, it's like, dude, you also are like, this is nothing new. Like this yeah. gym is kind of notorious for having kids recording over it all the time. And maybe it is the only gym you can go to in his defense, but it's like, you picked on the wrong girl and you don't even know it, but I've learned to harness my temper. Like, oh my God. <laughs> and again, like, oh I felt God. bad for him. But people just, again, it's like, just be considerate. Everyone's like, everybody love everybody. Have you ever heard of, do you know who Joey Swole is? No. Okay. So mm-hmm. you'll have to look up Instagram. He is just a big bodybuilder in the bodybuilding world, like Arnold's, all that stuff. But he actually posts a lot about um, gym positivity which also comes with gym etiquette. And so that's just something too, like if you don't know anything that we're talking about, go on his Instagram too. And you can actually see a ton of like reels. And I love it because it shows like situations like, you know, this person was recording and how nicely they were able to like talk that out and be done. So just kind of like a little food for thought right there as well. And like some of his videos, like you would even like get tears in some of them. You're like, that was just so nice. Or like, wow, that was really aggressive of that person. That was not cool. Like, you know, so it just kind of goes into situations on that. And I love that a person like that of that nature, being a huge bodybuilder, looking extremely intimidating is posting about gym positivity. Like, Hey, you know, maybe just smile at the person next to you because you don't know what kind of day they're having. Or, you know, just instead of walking in front of that, maybe just walk behind them. Like, I love that he also talks about this kind of stuff too. So for sure. I mean, that's the thing, like, and we kind of touched on it. If you go back and listen to our gym anxiety episode, like just be thoughtful. And most of the time when you think someone's judging you, they're not, they are going through their own stuff. And most people are at the gym because they're going through something and they're nervous too. It doesn't matter how good they look or how together you think they have it. Most people are a mess in there, to be honest, and trying to keep it together. So like you said, you don't know what kind of day someone's having. That's why I wasn't like, I just apologized yeah. to the guy, even though he was totally rude to me. It was like, I don't know, like I'd be annoyed and I don't know what kind of life he's got right now. This could be a bad day. Maybe he is a jerk. It doesn't matter. Being rude back isn't going to fix anything. So just be thoughtful of people. And most of the time, the bad situations in the gym, we're kind of imagining in our head and they're not quite as bad as we're making them out to be um, usually fueled by our own anxieties and insecurities. So 
something important to keep in mind. I'm glad you brought that up. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this one, someone brought up to me that they hate misogyny in the gym. And so I wasn't sure that I wanted to talk about this. I looked up the actual definition of misogyny, which mm-hmm. is intense. So I don't mm-hmm. believe this is what they mean or they don't understand what misogyny mm-hmm. actually is. Because I think this word is thrown around a lot yeah. nowadays, especially. But it's the dislike of contempt for prejudice against women, hatred. Um, and so I would say that's not what this person's talking about. I think what they're talking about is the sexualization of women or that women feel in the gym. So I'm going to share my opinion on this. And it's not a popular one. Because anytime I talk Mm -hmm. about this in my stories on Instagram, I get quite a bit of backlash from my female friends, Mm -hmm. um, which is understandable. But I have a very... I'm down the middle of the road on the whole topic in general, on feminism, on misogyny, on equal rights for women, like all these things. Not like I don't want women to be treated fairly. This is not what I'm saying. And I'm again, I have spoken myself about some bad behavior in the gym from men. But here's my thing. So here's this is me, just me. I'm not saying I view all women this way or I think all women should think this way. It's just me. And when I walk into a gym, I don't like this either. I'm not saying it should be this way. But I know that currently in the world we're living in right now, if I walk into the gym in mega tight booty shorts or all my bright colors, mm-hmm. no, I'm not doing that for men. I like it. I like to match. I think I look cute. And mm-hmm. to be honest, like it's fun when I go in the locker room and girls are like, oh, your outfit makes my day. Like, oh, that is so cute. And like, I like that. I like the attention I get from other women. I like when it makes them happy or they're like, I wasn't going to wear shorts and I saw you wearing shorts and now I feel like it's okay because I felt the same, you know, like yep. seeing other girls my size wearing things that I would never wear. So that's really what I do it for because I hid my body under baggy black clothes for so long. I was like, mm-hmm. no, I love expressing myself with clothes. I'm a creative person. However, all that being said, again, I'm not saying I like this. Yeah. Like it or not, men have a certain appetite and the world we live in and certain age groups in particular, we dress a certain way. You know, you're going to get a certain amount of attention. Mm-hmm. That's just the world that we live in at the moment. Okay, I'm just saying. Yep. So I also know that maybe if I don't want to put up with the extra stairs, don't wear everything matchy matchy and bright and glittery mm-hmm. again too on that note though I, what i'll say in defense is that no it shouldn't be that way i don't justify men's behavior by what someone's because people freak out and they're like because there's this whole bad thing about like well what was she wearing kind of thing yeah. i don't agree with that you know i that you can't justify rape with what a girl was wearing people always take it that far and it's like hold on we're not going that far But so my point was, too, that I have worn the baggy clothes, the no makeup, the baseball cap, and I got hit on more because I actually had men tell me that now they knew what I looked like in the morning without makeup. And that made me hotter. And that was very so I I felt very upset at that time. Like, I can't win. You know, like I'm I'm told that I'm looking for attention if I wear these tight clothes. So I wear baggy clothes and no makeup. And now I'm told, oh, I'm drawing more attention by not mm-hmm. wearing that stuff because now they're thinking about what I'd look like the morning after. Like there's just creeps. Right. There's exactly. just creeps everywhere. There's creeps at the grocery store, at the post office, 
sure at the gym. I think be aware of your surroundings and have a thick skin. That's my Mm -hmm. take on it. But a lot of people don't like that. And here's the thing, like kind of, and I 100, actually 50% agree with everything you just said, because as soon as you said, but if I'm wearing like tight booty shorts and this, it's like, not that you're asking for it. I'm wearing shorts right now that are short and, you know, I've got my on and, but the thing is, it's not even just at the gym. It happens in a lot of places. If you're in a dress, if you're in jeans, if you're in leggings, like it's, it happens everywhere. And I think because people feel very, a lot more vulnerable in the gym because yeah. they're on a journey for themselves, whether or this, that it's about looks physically, not also just like how you're feeling physically, but looking physically. So I think that it just hits a little harder when we talk about this via the gym. And I'm not saying like, well, like you wore a crop top today. I mean, you're asking for it. You're not. Some people might be like, for me, when I see a woman who has a great physique, I'm like, wow, like I'm trying not to stare, but like your ass looks great. <laughs> or like you got great shoulders or you've got I great know. arms. Like you're insane. Like you, somebody might be looking at you and just thinking like, wow, I wish I could look like her. Or I wish, you know, a guy be like, yeah. I'm sorry, guys are going to look, but like guys are going to look, I'm not saying I agree with it, but they're going to look so whatever. Or like, like, uh, Chris, for instance, that's actually a good one because Chris looks like he could be an intimidating guy. And if you guys don't know Chris, he is my boss owner of my way fitness. Um, he is the type that he would more appreciate how hard a woman worked to get right. to where she is. As a trainer, also- right. Well, so it's just, it's so different. And I think because we're trainers, we see it differently. Like, yeah. you know, I, like, you know, no, I'm just, I'm complimenting your hard work or this or that, but I do see. And what- she's talking about people who are not co- like men who are creeps. And I get that. And like, too, I'm, I'm thinking she may have also been referring to what I was talking about that a lot of times unsolicited advice comes yeah. from men I'm sorry but it does. I hardly ever see women in my yeah. in my personal opinion someone else may right. have had a very different experience but I can't think of a time I've ever seen a woman walking up to another right. woman and be like hey you're doing that wrong of course it happens it just seems to be lopsided but but again like you were saying like it's not necessarily the gym it's the person because I have been followed to my car at Walmart multiple times. I've been hit on at Target. I've been followed at the post office. Like, it's just creepy men. It's not necessarily the gym that's making that happen. Just, I don't know. I'm down the middle of the road. Like I said, if you don't like people staring at your butt, wear a sweatshirt. No, it shouldn't be that way, but like, just whatever. I don't know. It's really bothering you. You know, if it's truly a bothersome thing and that's like maybe stopping you from going to the gym, then yes, I'm going to say take extra caution then and don't wear something specific if you don't want to be noticed kind of thing. Yeah. Like you said, it should not be that way, but truly, if this is something that truly bothers you, but guess what? I mean, there is, it's out there and it is what it is, but it's, you know, I mean, we see it all the time on Instagram. It's everywhere. I I saw a meme that also it's like, I'm going to say this too, like put your feelings into perspective. And I've had to check myself on my own feelings at times when I was getting really upset about like certain men hitting on me. And I had to ask myself like, okay, if this guy was really hot, would I be as mad? Because I saw someone say, here's how to not creep a girl out, be hot. And it's like, you know, that's true because if a really smoking hot guy was telling you your butt looks good, you're really good. Excuse me, sir. Don't objectify me. Like that's rarely the case. So it's like, again, I'm not saying women should be objectified but 
most women don't mind being objectified by someone they like and have interest in. Um, So I just think the pendulum has just gone too far into we can't say this, can't do that. And I think that there are just certain things inherent in men and women that we should consider. Men have Mm -hmm. high sexual desire. And if a woman with a nice butt walks by him, they're going to look. And to be frank, like, I mean, if a guy with nice muscles walks by, I'm going to look like, like, oh, you know, like, but men aren't crying that we're objectifying their arms and biceps. You know what I mean? So it's like, uh, I think people just, I think people need to chill in general, but that's going to make yeah. a lot of people mad since it always does. It, it is what it is. That's all I can say, but it it's out there and it's, it's not like we're it's, just. That's just our perspective. And we're not saying that this is a hundred percent the way it is or that we like it. We're just, or that it's right. It's just what it is at the moment. And that's, that's my thought. Whatever. Friend, I agree with you. <laughs> Okay. Thank you all for listening to another week. I hope that you found that entertaining. Um, I know that the last topic was a little bit different, a little bit dicey. I didn't know if we were going to share that or not. Um, but I just want to reiterate that Katie and I are literally just sharing our opinions based upon the world as it is right now. We're not saying we don't wish it were different, and we're not saying that we don't think it's at times unfair. Um, I don't want to speak for Katie exactly because she's not here, but I know for me especially, um, there are things that are unfair that I've had to accept at the moment, hoping they change, working to change. Um, But the way things are right now, I view that and adjust my behavior accordingly. No, we shouldn't always have to do that. And certainly if you ever feel unsafe in your gym environment, you have every right to say so and stand up for yourself. Let staff know, do whatever you need to do to make sure you feel safe. Um, As unpopular as this is, I walk the middle of the road and I believe that we all need to take responsibilities for our actions and recognize that uh, men and women are wired a certain way and upbringing and all kinds of things come into play. It's a big, big conversation that is way outside of my scope. Um, But this is what's influencing what we say when people like our clients talk about those things in the gym and how to handle it. Again, these are just our opinions. Um, We're not saying they're right and that maybe we won't change our opinions over time. This is what our opinions are right now based on our life experiences, what we go through. We both have been on the not so nice end of very negative male attention, not just at the gym, everywhere else. I think Katie brought up a good point that maybe for a lot of us, we're a little more emotionally charged at the gym um, because it's such a vulnerable place and it's so body focused. So keep those things in mind. And of course, like I said, if you ever feel unsafe, please let gym staff know. You always, always need to um, let those in charge know if, if something doesn't feel right. And as I always close out the show, stay safe. Please stay safe. Say something. If something doesn't feel right or you're feeling unsafe by male or female, anyone at the gym, um, stay strong and be kind. Please be kind. Just consider other people around you. You have no idea what someone's going through. Think of all the times that you have drug into the gym, beat down, broken, And you just want to be there to better yourself. Most everyone else is going through something similar too. So let's just be thoughtful of each other so that the gym can be a great place to be. Have a wonderful week, guys. And we will talk to you next week.